Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 1. There are many doctrines of devils in the world today. The Bible warns us of many of them by name, the doctrines of Balaam, Jezebel, the Nicolaitans, just to name a few. But there is one in particular that has run rampant in the world that I want to expose to you, lest you fall to it too. This is a doctrine of blame, a false justification. We have a culture today that loves to blame others for its sins, refusing to take personal responsibility for it, and in entertaining this doctrine of demons, have embraced a vanity that has caused them to forsake the mercy that God has offered them in his shed blood and the availability of true redemption through humility and the taking of responsibility of one's actions unto repentance. Because that I assure you of this, that God will forgive no sin that you yourself are still justifying by coupling your confession with blame and reasons why you did it. Jesus said to humble yourself, forgive, confess to God, and repent. No more, no less. Anything else is vanity and is not accepted by him. Jonah chapter 2 verse 8 tells us this, that they that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. But I, he said, will sacrifice unto you with a voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that which I have vowed, for salvation is of the Lord. And when he did this, the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. My friend, God does not change. His character remains the same from age to age. Therefore, I am fully convinced that had Adam and Eve run to him as soon as they had sinned, confessing and asking for help, forgiveness, and redemption, then I believe they would have received it. However, that is not what happened. Yes, Adam confessed, but coupled it with blame, justifying his sins as the fault of that woman that God had given him. As stated in Genesis chapter 3, verse 12, in doing this, he placed the blame on his wife and on God. Instead of simply confessing that he had listened to the devil and repented of that personal error, instead he told God why he had agreed with the devil, and in doing so, confessed that, at least on some level, he still agreed with him, who is the accuser of the brethren. Therefore, God did not accept this confession, and man has been falling into the same entrapment of the enemy ever since. Perhaps in no place do we see this more clearly than in the accounts of the sins of both Saul and of David. Saul chose to disobey God's voice and listen to temptations from the enemy of his soul. Once he had rebelled, God sent the prophet Samuel to point out Saul's sins to him. This was a great act of mercy, giving him space for repentance. 
So what happened? Saul immediately confessed. However, he coupled it with blame and justification of his sins. He blamed the people who had enticed him to sin rather than taking responsibility for his own actions and humbly asking for forgiveness. And doing this, did he prove that he still agreed with the enemy? Therefore, God did not accept his confession. Instead, he stripped the kingdom from him and gave it to one whom God said was better than him. This, of course, was David. Yet David also sinned. So what was the difference between them? Why was David's confession accepted while Saul's was rejected? When God sent the prophet Nathan to point out David's sins to him, David cast no blame, but instead fell on his face in shame for his own actions, decisions, and agreements with the enemy and cried out to God for forgiveness, confessing that he himself had sinned against God by his actions. No blame, no self-justification, no trying to explain it. He claimed it, confessed it, and repented, and God forgave him and justified him himself. If you want Jesus to take the blame for your sins and justify your redemption, then you better not come to him blaming others and trying to justify your own sins before the courts of heaven. Because if you do, he will have no part of it. This is the source of many a false conversion. Matthew chapter 18, verse 32 says, Then his Lord, after that he had called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt, because thou asked me, Should not you also had compassion on your fellow servant, even as I had pity on you? And his Lord was angry and delivered him to the tormentors, till he should be able to pay all that was due unto him. So likewise did Jesus warn, saying, Shall my Father in heaven also do unto you, if you from your hearts forgive not every one his brother their trespasses? Jesus takes this sin of blame and unforgiveness very serious. In Luke chapter 19, verse 9, it says, And he spake this parable unto certain People who trusted that they themselves were righteous, but yet in their hearts despised others. He said two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee's and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed like this within himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. But the publican standing afar off would not even so much as lift up his eyes unto heaven, but beat upon his chest, saying, God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. You see, we see this same situation of blame playing out yet again in the parable that Jesus gave of the Pharisee and the publican. The Pharisee prayed, blaming others for their shortcomings, while the publican prayed humbly, taking responsibility for his own sins. The publican confessed his own wickedness, while the Pharisee confessed everyone else's. To this, Jesus tells us that the publican's sins were forgiven, but the Pharisee left no different than he entered in. My friend, when a person does not leave a salvation or deliverance experience different 
This is almost always the reason. Self-justification of sins. Possibly the most prevalent doctrine of demons among men. It is agreement with the enemy disguised as confession and it will not be accepted by God. It never has and it never will. Humble yourself and confess to him taking full responsibility and be healed. James chapter 4 verse 5 tells us this. Do you think that the scripture says in vain that the spirit that dwelleth within us lust to envy? But God gives more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resist the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be afflicted, and mourn, and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. Speak not evil one of another, brethren. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judges his brother speaketh evil of the law and judgeth the law. But if thou judge the law, then thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge. But I tell you that there is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who art thou that judgest another? My friend, get it in your spirit that confession coupled with blame and justification for sin is not accepted by God. It's merely a declaration of pride before the courts of heaven that you still agree with the demon that first spoke in your ear, enticing and justifying your reason to sin in the first instance and bringing your accusations to God in prayer against the brethren. Your heart, still wrapped in pride, says to God, Yes, I did it, but here's my reason why. No, he won't accept that. Break agreement with the enemy. Confess that you did it. Confess it as sin. Take responsibility for it. And repent, and you shall be saved. There is no other way. Or else you're just like Adam, Saul, and the Pharisee. You will leave your confession no better than you stepped into it. You will leave unjustified because you tried to justify your sins yourself instead of bringing them to Jesus in humble, honest, responsible, mature confession and repentance. Luke chapter 18 verse 14 says that this man, the publican, went down to his house justified rather than the other. For every one that exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. So remember this, that God has offered redemption, purpose, destiny, and eternal life, and no man can take it from you. Only you yourself can forfeit it. Be fully persuaded of this and pursue it with both self-responsibility and confidence. Because that on the day of judgment, we will give an account for no one else, but for we ourselves only. So make sure that you have dealt with your sins and been washed by the blood of Jesus, leaving other men in his capable hands. He is both our judge 
and our defense. We will be at the mercies of his courts at judgment. Confess your faults to him now as sin and repent, pressing on towards the mark of the high calling and the promises that he has spoken to those who seek and believe him and be justified by the blood and sacrifice of Jesus who shed his blood for you. My friends, salvation and deliverance is an intimate thing. A personal experience between you and your king. Don't bring other people into it. Walk away from blame and from agreement with the enemy and simply run to Jesus and believe him for freedom and better things to come. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for real justification that will stand up to the courts of heaven on the day of judgment. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that washes us and will cover us and justify us who have applied it by faith through confession and repentance, who have taken responsibility for our sins and asked your forgiveness, not placing blame and trying to obtain a false justification for it. Romans chapter 4 verse 20 says this, that Abraham staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what God had promised he was able to perform. Therefore was it imputed to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake only that it was imputed to him for righteousness, but for ours also to whom it shall be imputed also, if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. One day we're all going to enter into the courtroom of heaven, God as our judge and Jesus as our defense, if... We have made ourselves defenseless. My friend, when this day comes and you have to face God with your sins, do you want to be your own defense? Or do you want Jesus? He offers to be your advocate and to take responsibility for your actions. But he is, according to scripture, a defender of the defenseless only. So stop trying to justify your own sins don't stand before the judge and argue your own guiltlessness like Saul did. Fall at the feet of Jesus and plead for mercy like David did. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.